Afternoon, Transpower is warning it might have to cut power to some houses this winter to avoid the grid collapsing. Yet again, we are probably going to end up short on power during cold snaps. Transpower's chief executive is Alison Andrew. Hey, Alison. Kia ora. How likely is it you're going to have to cut power to houses? We're working really hard to make sure we don't have to cut power to houses. We're working very closely with the industry to make sure we can coordinate the power system to make sure we can meet demand at peak times. Right, but it's a likelihood, right? That's why you're warning us. Well, we have running the system very tightly. We have increasing peak demand and we keep a residual buffer in the system to give us security in case there's extra demand and forecast or we lose some supply like we lose wind, etc., So we like to have a good residual buffer. We'll put a notice out, what we call a customer advice notice, when we don't have sufficient residual in the system. It's getting tight. That then calls for more generation or demand to come off. If we can't get enough off, we'll start then working with the distribution companies to drop controllable loads such as hot water, heating, And then if we don't have enough then to stabilise the power system, and what we want to do is avoid a cascade failure to get a large part of blackout in the power system, we'll then need to work with the distribution companies to turn off um, power for a short period of time. So we're working very hard to make sure we avoid turning off anyone that we don't need to, trying not to turn off demand and coordinating it as smoothly as possible. Alison, if you do have to turn it off, who do you turn it off to? We work with the distribution companies and we, they are the people who decide which feeders, if you like, that they're going to disconnect. Could um, be anywhere in the country. On system. Yes. Okay. It depends where the, where the, where the, the challenges and, and the issues are arising. Sometimes it's in certain areas that are more able to respond than others, but generally across the country, yes. How many times do you reckon this is going to happen this winter? I can't predict that. We're working really hard to make it sure it doesn't happen. You will. No, I, I, I mean because you have you'll you'll have some idea already of when you look at the the extended weather forecast of where the trouble spots are going to be. How many times do you reckon that it might get really tight this winter? We we've already had it tight this winter already, and it's May. What we have three, is three times, have, wasn't it? Yeah, we we have a lot of renewables in the power system, and when you get mm. a lot of wind and a lot of water in the system, power prices are very low. And so what happens is when there are very low prices, there's no commercial price signal for the slow start thermal plant to get up and running and get warmed up in time. So if we have an issue coming up to the peak, so say demand is more than forecast or wind drops away when we had it dispatched in the system or something happens, if you don't have enough buffer in the system, there's no point the slow start thermals aren't available. We don't have enough of that peaking capacity that can start up really quickly. Uh, to respond. So it is a challenge for us with the current configuration and market rules we have in the system Alison, to is, be able to respond. Is anything about this going to change? Because what we're building at the moment is more renewable, right? And and the problem that we've got is the stuff that we have to, to help us out at the tight times, like Huntley, takes a long time to, 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 to fire up. Is anything going to change if we just keep building renewables? Well, this is the challenge that actually all power systems around the world are facing. You need to have some firming and capacity to be able to respond to this intermittency, whether it's long-term when you have dry years or whether it's the short-term peak capacity. There needs to be enough, um, if you like, firming capacity in your system. Now, there are um, options such as grid-scale batteries that are being talked about. We need to work on how we can make the demand side of the market more responsive. So big industrials, for example, like the new Electric Arc Furnace announced at New Zealand Steel, where they can um, turn off 
at the right time. So if we can get the demand side responding well, if we can get more things like batteries in there or more peaking plant, fast start, that will really help our system. And we need to do that as we make this transition. And all power systems across the world are challenged with how to make that work um, as we make this transition. Good stuff. Alison, thank you for running us through that. Alison Andrew, TransPower's Chief Executive. For more from Heather Duplessy Allen Drive, listen live to News Talk ZB from 4 p.m. weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.